0: Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Joel Latham. He's the CEO of Incanix Healthcare. Hello, Joel.
1: Jeff, pleasure to, pleasure to, to meet you.
0: So, so, welcome. For those that aren't familiar uh, with Incanix uh, Healthcare, can you give us a quick overview of the company? Of course.
1: Uh, Incanix is a global biotech company developing cannabinoid and psychedelic compound medicines. Our mission is to create premier pharmaceutical drugs and therapies, restoring health, and transforming the lives of patients with unmet medical needs. We are targeting, uh, we, we, are develop, we, we are developing targeted and scientifically validated products, creating long-term value for our patients and shareholders. Uh, we're a duly listed company. Uh, we, we listed uh, our company firstly on the ASX here in Australia back in 2016, and, uh, and pleasingly, we achieved our NASDAQ listing in February.
0: So you, it sounds like you're definitely not in just another CBD company.
1: No, de- definitely not. So we 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 we, we have developed proprietary uh, combination products targeting uh, indications that have limited or unmet treatment options available to patients. So we've we've, we've developed quite a robust IP strategy, ensuring that we have um, IP coverage over our proprietary. Uh, combination products uh, targeting these unmet medical needs uh, so uh, as it stands currently we have six developmental projects in our clinical developmental pipeline uh, so across those six projects we're targeting hundred and ten billion dollars annually of unmet medical needs uh, so the the indications that we're targeting are obstructive sleep apnea traumatic brain injury inflammatory lung conditions rheumatoid arthritis inflammatory bowel disease and generalized anxiety disorder so a treatment for any one of these conditions have have massive potential as the markets we are targeting huge success in just one development program provides significant investor value and given that we're having given that we have six programs running in parallel we have news flow imminent over the coming months and years due to having um, uh, each, each of these programs running, running at once. So it's, it is quite a unique offering.
0: So um, you have a lot going on. So let's talk about what your lead candidate is.
1: For sure. So IHL42X, um, so we're targeting obstructive sleep apnea. So obstructive sleep apnea is categorized by the narrowing or the obstruction of the upper airway in sleep. This interferes and interrupts with breathing, resulting in decreased oxygen uptake and poor quality of sleep. This is a relatively common and chronic disorder and is largely undiagnosed and untreated. So pharmacotherapy for OSA has had limited limited success as effective agents have not yet been identified. The best treatment option currently is a CPAP machine which splits the airway open to prevent disruptions in breathing. However, the CPAP is not well tolerated by many patients due to discomfort, claustrophobia and the noise of the machine. So here at Inconex we have designed IHL42X, a combination of dronabinol, which is synthetic THC, and azetazolamine, for the treatment of obstructive sleep apnea. Both dronabinol and azetazolamine are clinically proven to reduce the apnea hypopnea index, which is the measure used for diagnosis and monitoring of obstructive sleep apnea. However, they both have had limited efficacy in most studies, as well as unwanted side effects at efficacious doses. So dronabinol and azetazolamide affect OSA through different pathways. The dronabinol binds to the cannabinoid receptors, modulates signaling, and activates muscles that dilate the airways, whereas azetazolamide induces metabolic acidosis, which signals to the body that there is excess CO2 uh, in the blood, inducing a taking of a breath. So IHL is intended to decrease the required dose of each of the component drugs by targeting two mechanisms for reducing AHI simultaneously. So pleasingly for the company, we've uh, recently completed um, a phase two clinical study. Um, uh, The the results that we received were uh, far exceeded our expectations. So 20% of the patient cohort experienced over 80% reduction in their AHI. Um, and over and sixty percent of patients in the trial experienced a reduction of over fifty percent so these are, these are these are truly groundbreaking results, considering that there are no registered pharmaceutical treatment options available to patients currently and we 're targeting a ten billion dollar addressable market um, pleasingly for the company, we have a pre ind meeting with the FDA next week, um, so we look forward to receiving feedback from the FDA, presenting our clinical development plan and fast-tracking the registration of this product um, with the FDA as we continue to uh, hopefully have clinical success. We're planning on having a, a, a blended phase two, phase three clinical trial kick off by the back end of this year. Um, so there are a few milestones between now and then and uh, the team are working hard in the background because we know given the results that we've received that we're well and truly onto something with our, with our lead asset.
0: In terms of regulatory pathway, you mentioned the FDA. So you're going for the U.S.? Are you going for additional countries as well initially?
1: They're definitely the U.S. So the FDA, first and foremost, is the key target for each of our, um, each of our uh, clinical development projects in our pipeline. Um, yes, we're, we're, we're an Australian company who is now listed in the U.S., and a big part of us being listed in the U.S. is because our regulatory strategy centers around the FDA's. So each of our clinical development projects are geared towards registration with the FDA. Following success with the FDA, uh, regulatory registration will be sought in other jurisdictions such as Australia, um, Europe, uh, and, and other major um, target markets for us globally.
0: Okay. And, and how is this drug taken?
1: Uh, it's taken or- orally. So we've, cr- we've created a, a dual-capsule soft-gel um, cap that that is, that is to be taken prior to going to sleep so as I mentioned the, the current treatment for, for obstructive sleep apnea is a CPAP machine so it's a mask that's cumbersome uh, can be labor intensive and, and, and socially awkward it has a it has a higher drop-off rate so we've we've created this solution where it's a, a soft gel capsule um, that's to be taken before bed and um, yeah, we're we're very excited by the results and and the feedback from the patients that we've that we've uh, had participate in the trials has been um, has, has been great. Their their, their, their overall uh, life has been improved because they're they're able to have a, a quality night's sleep without without uh, worrying about wearing a, a CPAP mask or or taking any other pharmaceutical option.
0: So, what are the endpoints, or have you not yet designed that with the FDA? <laughs>
1: No, definitely. So we're, we're, we're working with, that, with, with the FDA at the moment. So the, the, main, the, the main endpoint that we're, that we're working at, our primary endpoint is um, the hypopnea apnea index. So it's, that's called AHI. So this measure is used for the diagnosis and monitoring of uh, obstructive sleep apnea.
0: And, and then how does a drug work? What's the mechanism of action?
1: so the dronabinol so it's so it's it's a combination product that that consists of dronabinol and azetazolamine. so both act in different ways so the dronabinol binds to the cannabinoid receptors modulates signaling and activates muscles that dilate the airways whereas azetazolamide induces metabolic acidosis which signals to the body that there is excess co2 in the blood inducing the taking of a breath
0: and then, where are the studies taking place, and how large are they going to be?
1: So, our um, our, our first phase two proof of concept study was um, it took place here in, in in Australia. So, we partnered with the University of Western Australia and uh, and, and, and 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 the Alfred Hospital uh, in Melbourne. Um, so, we we we, we received uh, forty AHI data points throughout the the the, the trial, which was which was great for the business and, and put us in a position to be able to um, prove, uh, receive data to essentially proof of concept. Um, and now we're scaling into our pivotal studies, which will be multi-site, multi-jurisdictional um, throughout the US. Uh, so basically, we will, we will um, tailor the, the, the clinical development pathway based on the feedback that we receive from the FDA next week. But we're, we're proposing to do... Um, uh, our pivotal, st- our pivotal phase two study with in excess of uh, two hundred and fifty patients, which we expect to kick off by the end of the year.
0: Okay, and then you mentioned you have um, a total of six programs going. Can you can you just touch on a little bit? We don't have time to go in depth on all, but just a little bit would be nice.
1: Yeah, no, no problems at all. So our second, our second program is uh, PsyGAD for generalized anxiety disorder. So um, where it's a we've we have developed a, a psilocybin therapy that, that, is, that combines with psycho, psychological therapy. So it's been specifically designed for patients that that's diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder. So this is, where, this is why we're, we're in such a unique space as a company because we're at the forefront of two evolving and developing industries, um, obviously being in the cannabinoid um, sector and with this program, uh, our psilocybin project, being in the, in the psychedelic research sector, so this program is a, is a world-first clinical trial. No one has used psilocybin in conjunction with psychotherapy before, and we've, uh, we've partnered with a, the world-leading um, university, Monash University, who is a top 100 university based out of Melbourne, and we're, and we're conducting a, a phase two, um, a phase two uh, exploratory clinical trial. Pleasingly for the company, this trial is now underway and it has 72 participants in that trial. Uh, We expect to have a a data readout uh, by the end of the year for this particular program. Um, Significant addressable uh, market. We're targeting 8 million people across the US and Australia annually um, that suffer from generalised anxiety disorder at any point in time. Uh, We have been able to develop this particular therapy in conjunction with the FDA. We completed our pre-ING meeting uh, in the back end of 2021 and um, and we're very pleased with the with the feedback and the willingness um, to share information um, that the FDA were so uh, we've been able to give this program towards um, FDA registration and and we're pleased to have our phase two program uh, underway at the moment yeah and then, then we have our then we have our, our, our third a our third drug asset which is IHL 675A so it's a, a, a multi-use drug we're targeting um, three indications um, with our multi-use drug um, and their inflammatory conditions, the first being pulmonary inflammation, the second being rheumatoid arthritis, and the third being uh, inflammatory bowel disease. So we've developed a, an anti-inflammatory drug. It's a, it's a combination of hydroxychloroquine and CBD. Um, both have well-known anti-inflammatory activity on their own. Um, the, the anti-inflammatory mechanisms of hydroxychloroquine and CBD uh, are distinct um, hydroxychloroquine acts by interfering with the antigen presentation and the lysosomal acidification, whereas CBD modulates activity in the inflammatory signaling receptors. So, based on their different mechanisms of action, uh, we hypothesized that the two drugs would synergize in their anti inflammatory activity, which is exactly what we have seen throughout our pre clinical models. Um, we, have, we, we, have seen, um, we have seen our novel anti inflammatory uh, drug IHL 675A perform extremely well over multiple preclinical models and we've, uh, and, and, and we've seen a significant reduction in the inflammatory markers across um, pulmonary inflammation models, rheumatoid arthritis models and inflammatory bowel disease models. So it's worth noting that each of these programs and target indications are run as separate individual programs, um, but it does allow us to pull resources um, because we're, we, we, we have the same formulation partner we were able to run our same safety studies that are applicable across the three individual programs so where we currently have a phase one study underway here in Australia we expect uh, this study to be completed by the back end of the year and again it's applicable to the three indications uh, there's significant commercial opportunity across the board here uh, our lung inflammation model we're targeting over 50 billion dollars annually Uh, In the rheumatoid arthritis model, the addressable market is $57 billion annually. And finally, in our inflammatory bowel disease, the addressable market is $20 billion annually. So again, um, we're developing these projects in parallel. We have new slow imminence and we will be progressing each of these individual assets in the inflammatory conditions into the clinic as we continue to work with the FDA as we have with our other developmental programs. And then our final, to, to finish with our, 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 final, our final drug asset is um, targeting concussion, so IHL-216A. So we're developing a novel drug to improve the recovery after traumatic brain injury, which is known as concussion. So it's IHL-216A is a combination of an inhaled volatile anesthetic and isoflurane, uh, isoflurane and CBD. So isoflurane is approved for the induction of and maintenance of anesthesia, and CBD is approved for the use of seizure disorders. Um, so we've, we've developed a, a novel combination inhaled product that's targeting an addressable market of two point billion billion annually. So looking at concussion, it's, it's prevalent across, uh, across professional sports, across emergency rooms and departments and hospitals. We've received various media pu- publications here in Australia because of how topical it is in our professional sports. We've seen it throughout the U.S., In the NFL and we've seen the effects of of, of CTE uh, in in players um, post-retirement there are no treatment options currently for professional athletes that suffer concussions on the sporting field Um, so we've developed this product to be able to counteract that and we're looking to work in with the major sporting organizations globally Um, pleasingly for the company we've been able to shore up an IP position across our proprietary Combination inhaled product, and uh, we've completed uh, several preclinical studies. Uh, we're actually expecting uh, preclinical results of our stage two program um, over the coming uh, over the coming days. Uh, the, the the company is currently in a in a, in a trading halt, and, and we expect to release those results um, next week. So it'll be, it'll be pleasing to be able to present uh, to the broader market uh, the the developments that we've experienced. Uh, over the over the previous months for this particular drug asset, and we're working towards with the we're working with the FDA to have our pre meeting uh, our pre IND meeting scheduled uh, in Q3 of this year. Then from there we'll be we'll be moving into the clinic and and developing this asset in parallel with the other five assets that we've that we've talked through today, Jeff.
0: Very good. Sounds like we caught you at an interesting time. So so you're taking on a lot. Um, how much runway do we have? What's the the cash and cash burn look like? Yeah,
1: so we have $40 million in the bank as it stands. So we have quite a quite a strong cash position. But not only that, because we do run some of our clinical programs here in Australia. Australia is seen as a research haven. So all R&D spent here in Australia, we actually receive 42.5% back from the government. So it's quite a unique situation that we're in when we're able to run um, studies here in Australia. Uh, it, is, it is quite lucrative, as, as you know, Jeff, and and as your listen- and listeners know, um, it's expensive to develop drug products, uh, and, and, and it's expensive to develop products towards product registration with FDA. But where we can, we do run our clinical programs here in Australia as well as the U.S., uh, allowing us to, to receive rebates of, of 42.5% back from the Australian government.
0: So how does the U.S. look at upon the studies that are done there?
1: Uh, uh it's, it's, it's received quite well, um, really well. We've, 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 we've got quite a broad reach throughout the US market at the moment as we've been on quite an extensive uh, PR drive and, and it is received quite well because, um, yes, our products are geared towards registration in the FDA, but we're, we're, our, our trials are multi-site, multi-jurisdictional. So where we can, we, 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 look to, we look to have trial sites here in Australia as well uh, because it allows us to, to to manage our cash position so we don't have to continually go back to the market and raise additional funds to develop our... Our novel assets.
0: Okay, and how about partners or or your partnering strategy?
1: Uh, so we we, we 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 work with we work with um, the best companies in the biotech space. So whether it be um, the regu- regulatory consultants, formulation partners, uh, commercialization partners, um, trial sites, CROs, we we're, we're working with the best and the, the most well renowned. Um, organisations globally. We've built up some really strong partnerships. We've got our formulation partnerships in place, our regulatory partnerships in place um, and we're going to continue to build on that over time. Um, We we, we have had various discussions uh, in the pharmaceutical space around uh, the commercialisation of these assets given the fact that we have de-risked each of our six six assets because we do have positive results across the board. Um, So we will, we're we're open to, to partnership opportunities but we are gearing our our, uh, our products in our assets to more towards commercialization ourselves
0: okay so the the go to market strategy maybe yourself or or maybe partner depending on the drug
1: yeah depending on the drug so we we, we haven't we, we haven't pinched, pigeonholed ourselves to, to wanting to partner with with anyone on on any of our assets as yet but i think it's important for us to to have the foundations and the structures in place internally for us to, to commercialize each of our drug products but if the right opportunity comes along as we continue to develop each of our assets and continue to have positive results, um, we, we, we would be open to, to looking at other opportunities as, as we develop and, and evolve over time.
0: So I see you guys recently made an acquisition. Is that all digested and are you still acquisitive?
1: yes yeah, so we, so we, we, we have a proposed acquisition in the pipeline at the moment. Uh, the company is called APRx pharmaceuticals which is which is which has been an exciting development for the for the company We expect to... We, we, we're going out to shareholders to receive shareholder approval within the next five weeks and post the completion of this acquisition, we have quite a compelling story as it is, but the value proposition of Inconnex Healthcare uh, significantly increases once we, once we uh, finalize this acquisition. Uh, APRX Pharmaceuticals have 22 active development, developmental programs uh, as it stands, they have 23 granted patents, so they have a robust IP portfolio. So post the, um, the acquisition settling, Inconnex Healthcare will have the largest IP portfolio in the cannabinoid and psychedelic research sectors globally, putting us in a, quite a unique position moving forward.
0: Now, you mentioned a couple of things, but as we watch the company over the next year, what are some of the, the milestones or data or events that we should watch for?
1: Definitely. So we've, we're, we, 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 over, over, the coming, over the coming months, we'll have feedback from the FDA in relation to our, our lead asset, IHL 42X targeting obstructive sleep apnea. So from there, we will be scaling into our pivotal, our pivotal studies in the U.S. under our IND. So we look forward to, to progressing that um, our, our, our psilocybin, uh, cygad combination therapy program, our Phase II um, with 72 patients is underway. We expect to have a data readout uh, towards the back end of the year. Um, IHL 675A, our multi-use inflammatory drug, we have a Phase one clinical trial underway at the moment and we expect to have results over the coming months. From there, each of those individual inflammatory conditions will be scaled into, into Phase two clinical trials and we're moving and progressing those quite efficiently. And with our final asset, 216A concussion, um, we, have, we, we have results um, expected over the coming week for our stage two preclinical. So as you can see, Jeff, there are, there are, very, um, there are various milestones in the, in the near term and in the long term that we look forward to sharing with the bro- broader market and providing short-term and long-term value for shareholders.
0: Very good. So before we go, is there anything you want to leave us? Uh, just that we've uh,
1: we have quite a unique value proposition um, targeting both the cannabinoid and psychedelic sectors their they're, they're emerging markets uh, we have de-risked each of our clinical assets we have a, a strong uh, IP strategy covering our proprietary combination products and therapies and we look forward to continuing deliver. To, to we look forward to continuing to deliver on our drug assets like what we have previously and um, and, 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 and we're going to provide a lot of value over time for shareholders. So it's, a, it's a exciting times here at Inconnex as we continue to develop each of our assets towards product registration and commercialization through the FDA.
0: Sounds like it. So, Joel, thanks for taking the time and sharing the Inconnex healthcare story.
1: Fantastic, Jeff. I appreciate your time, and it was, it was great to chat.